Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You're listening to Saturday Night on the Circle on 93 WIPC. Welcome back to Saturday Night on the Circle. It's a pleasure to be here. As always, I'm your square peg in this round world, Ethan Hatcher. Producer Kurt, pushing the buttons, doing the things to make the show function. We appreciate your work, Kurt. All right, this segment, I wanted to share with you some interesting statistics about shoplifting crime across the United States. As you may or may not be aware, there was more than 45 billion dollars in reported retail theft by shop or uh, b- b- by store owners across the fruited plains of the United States. Now, believe it or not, a full tenth of that theft, 4.4 billion dollars representative of New York State alone, better yet in Manhattan in New York City, the most significant portion of these shoplifting crimes committed by just a little over 350 people who's been arrested collectively thousands of times by law enforcement, thousands of times, nothing done. This is this is ridiculous. Joe Rogan was talking about this on his podcast and talking about some of the statistics. The, the shoplifting statistics about New York, of all of the shoplifting, it's like 600 people, and they've been arrested thousands of times. Thousands of times. Thousands of times. See if you can find the statistics, because it's, it's so crazy you can't believe that that's really it in new york it takes two cops to arrest you so here it is okay oh excuse me only 327 people collectively they were arrested and rearrested more than six thousand times hey maybe you should lock those folks up and you'd stop all of the shoplifting (laughs) democrats are utterly unserious about addressing the rampant criminality within their cities. It's as as if they're happy to bring on the decay. I mean, it's a real head-scratcher to me because, of course, this will repel business, retailers, success from your city, and any representative, you would think, would wish for the success of their metropolitan area. Not so in New York, where uh, Buffalo shop owners like Stephen Lands as he says he maybe might be forced to close his shop, blaming the soft on crime policy of New York, saying police blame it on bail reform. They say they can't arrest these criminals and it would be just an appearance ticket. So it's not worth coming, I guess. Now, showing you how unserious Democrats are of addressing and tackling this issue, the governor of the state, uh, Kathy Hochul, vetoed a bipartisan bill. So something which advanced through the legislature. She's like, nah. Not, not, nothing, do, nothing doing. Uh, the bill would have created a task force to combat organized retail theft. She rejected this proposal, which would have created the 15-member panel made up of experts appointed by the governor herself, the legislature, and the state attorney general, which would have uh, put together a list of recommendations to respond to the retail theft. And and, and nothing doing. Um, <laughs> I mean, th- this is this is what you get when you elect Democrats. They are utterly unserious about addressing the issue. They will try to defray blame, in this case, other leaders like Brandon Johnson of Chicago, blaming white supremacists 
and Republicans for unfairly somehow targeting these Democrat cities that have rampant criminality. And that is the that is the fault you see, not of the soft on crime policies, not of the bail reform, not of letting these 350 uh, uh, retail criminals go collectively thousands of times. No, no. The problem is Republicans. Well, there has to be better coordination. You know, what we've seen is a very raggedy form um, instituted by right-wing extremism. Um, everyone knows that the right-wing extremism in this country has targeted democratically ran cities. And quite frankly, uh, we've been very intentional about going after democratically ran cities that are led by people of color. And their whole motivation is to create disruption and chaos because that's what this that particular party has been about. Right? This is the same political party that did not want to accept that President Obama was actually an American. It's the same Republican right-wing extremism that stormed the Capitol. It's the same right-wing extremism that refuses to accept the results of the Civil War. It's ragging. It's disrespectful. It's mean-spirited. It's an unclean spirit, quite frankly. And so, so I got you. I got you. I just want to make sure that people understand what we're facing. That's your affair. A bum. That's what he is. A bum. This is utterly absurd. To the extent I've heard people question the legitimacy of the 2020 election, I've never heard anybody question the outcome or legitimacy of the U.S. Civil War. What is this? How does that connect with the rampant criminality in Chicago or New York or Indianapolis or any other major de uh, Democrat supermajority major uh, metropolitan area. I mean, it, it is literally repeated from executive to, uh, from city executive to city executive, whether it's the state entire state of New York, in that case, with the governor and the mayor, Eric Adams, or whether it's uh, Brandon Johnson in Chicago, Joe Hogsett here in Indianapolis, or in Los Angeles as well, wherever you go, the stench, the decay, the criminality follows these disastrous Democrat policies. What's worse is when people choose to support it and continue to do so, but are oblivious and unable to draw the connection between electing these Democrat nitwits and the criminality within their own communities. This is Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you is a business owner in uh, Los Angeles uh, who was bemoaning the fact that he voted for Mayor Karen Bass. He voted for Gov uh, Governor Gavin Newsom, voted for Joe Biden, but unable to draw the connection between his decaying community and the electoral decisions of himself and I'm sure many of his friends. You are currently being recorded. Inside, they took whatever they could carry, including music equipment, Bagley and his brother, former band members, stored inside. You can hear the alarm and spot a guitar. Stole six of our guitars, a bunch of studio mics and stuff like that. Rustled some stuff out, some some uh, construction on our construction side. They stole a bunch of tools. Thousands of dollars worth of valuables, demolished doors and gates. Bagley says the alarm company woke him at 5.03 a.m. and the break-in was still underway. And he managed to get there even before cops. But the suspects were gone. I came in ready to rustle them out of there and just be like, you know, I'm, I wanted to at least take down a few of them. His business now boarded up and Bagley is fed up 
with the break-ins and elected officials. I voted for Karen Bass. I voted for Biden. I voted for Gavin Newsom. I'm sick of it. It's like at some point you have to give me a reason to vote for you again. Or just do our jobs, make a living, help our employees make a good living, and move on. But it's really freaking difficult to survive. Look, here comes the consequence, 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 consequences of my actions chasing me right now. I don't want no consequence, consequence, consequence. I don't want no consequences chasing me right now. Someone take this consequence, consequence, consequence. Someone take this consequence chasing me right now. So unable to seemingly draw the connection between his choices for representative and the decay he's surrounded by, I'd like to say this is a one-off incident, except it's repeated here in our own local community just coming off the November elections in Indianapolis. Joe Hogsett winning handily, not even close to Jefferson Shreve. Now, Jefferson Shreve has a lot of blame to share in that with his disastrous policies in and of themselves, policy proposals that alienated his uh, voting base from even turning out. That said, many of the people who happily voted for the re-election of Joe Hogsett are the same people who repeatedly, you know, talked with pollsters and talked with local reporters and said their number one issue was the crime rate in the city of Indianapolis, as it should be, considering that year by year we've crossed triple-digit homicides nearing record highs every year since 2020. Not the way the city should be going, but here we have Joe Hogsett reelected quite handily, what quite easily, um, and, and you will see a repeat of the same kind of policies, the same kind of soft on crime approach, which we've seen not only affecting small businesses here in the city of Indianapolis, I mean, talk about $4.4 billion of retail theft, but also in the murder rate. When you let individuals who have been convicted of making violent threats, uh, like the scumbag who uh, murders his girlfriend in front of the church preschool uh, last year, already having been convicted and let out again to commit crime. This will continue to happen as long as de Democrats are allowed to remain unaccount uh, 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 held without accountability. Um, and the only way that you can hold them to any kind of accountability is by changing the, uh, the, the office, making a different selection, uh, putting somebody else into the position. Uh, it's an uphill battle, seemingly, but the only way that you'll ever be able to start making progress is hopefully educate the voters and help them to draw the connections between the disastrous policies that are withering their city and the electoral decisions that they make. And one great way that we could uh, help that effort is by eliminating straight ticket voting. But that's a separate discussion. Thanks for listening to Saturday Night on The Circle. We've got a lot more content to come, so stay tuned to 93 WIBC.